on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, weekdays from 9 to 11, right here on WKOM 1017. You never know who's going to stop by. One of the leading voices, certainly in the Southeast, on college football, John Bryce with footballscoop.com. We have with us this morning Mike Keith, voice of the Titans, TWSAA Executive Director Bernard Childress, New York Times bestselling author, author of Three Ring Circus, which dropped yesterday, Mr. Jeff Perlman, the voice of the Blue. Raiders Chip Walters joining us. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome Teresa Walker. High school sports is what we do, but it's not all we do. Don't forget about Top 5 Tuesday and Wild and Wacky Wednesday. Be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m. on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. 1017 WKOM. Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. school sports here's mo and chris welcome back into southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint chris yow mo Patton, coach mike in the house on this wednesday edition of the show thank you guys for hanging out with us on wkom and on facebook live if you miss any part of today's show you can find it on the podcast at sm-tnsports.com that's uh Hyphen, slide, dash, whatever, SM. I don't think it matters, does it? SM. I mean, I've not looked it up, so <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm kind of thinking if you get the letters in there, you'll find it <laughs> with whatever punctuation you use. <laughs> hyphen, slash, colon. Something. Yeah. Yeah. You, just use punctuation because yeah. punctuation matters. Punctuation matters. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's eat, Grandma. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Uh, super pumped about uh, this next segment as we get ready to uh, get to Coach's Corner, brought to you by our friends at From the Heart Cafe down in Chapel Hill. Renee Hart and the gang down there with the most delicious food in all of Chapel Hill, especially those desserts. You know what? We need to go. I know. That might be our field trip once the show gets over with today. I love field trips, especially when they include from the heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So on the parks, motor sales, got, huh? The, oh, the, 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 the pacer is gassed up, Cole. Let's, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, joining us on the parks, motor sales hotline on Coach's Corner this morning is first year Spring Hill head softball coach, Angelina Martinez and coach, we were just talking off the air. That is a, that's something very unique as you are the head coach of a team that you played on not too long ago and coaching with the guy that coached you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's a lot of fun to say for sure. Um, we 
actually was the only consistent coach that I had all through high school. So we actually had three different head coaches in my four years that I played. And he was the assistant every time. Mm. So then whenever I came back, because I also teach at Spring Hill, whenever I came back to coach, we had the agreement, all right, I'll be his assistant for a year so I can learn the ropes to everything. And then the second year, I'll be head coach and he'll be my assistant. And so last year got canceled. And so then this year, we're like, okay, are we going to stick to our plan? And we're, I was just like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. You know what? Why not? And, I mean, he has just been incredible. It's so cool because he was so consistent when I was younger, you know, right at the end of, like, of high school for me, especially at the end of my adolescence. And then now going into my professional career, he is, again, you know, just a consistent pillar of just, like, anybody I can just bounce my questions off of. You know, and he doesn't think I'm absolutely insane because he's known me forever. Well, it's but, like it's like your Facebook profile uh, motto says, just winging it, right? Just winging it every time, <laughs> yes. I'm glad you get it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, what are the conversations like between you and him when there are, you know, decisions to be made i mean i I guess the the hierarchy has pretty well been established but i mean is there any discomfort on either of y'all's parts as far as strategy or positioning or anything like that let's um i don't know i just think we both lead with so much respect like we don't really have much strife like he knows the game inside and out as a coach and i'm learning that angle of the game but I was also just, like, a very aggressive, like, very heads-up player, especially whenever I was playing in college. So, uh, like, he saw me develop. Like, a, a, a joke he would always say to me when I was younger is he would literally say, man, you'd be a great outfielder if you knew how to play the outfield. And, I mean, it just got under my skin like no other. Like, what do you mean I don't know how to play the outfield? It's the only position I've ever played. And so we have a very respectful but very light relationship so whenever it comes to not knowing what to do he's a very like where I am just naturally an inquisitive person so I can bounce questions off him like well what do you think we should do and he'll tell me and he can give me this explanation as to why I'm like oh okay so but what about this he's like oh my gosh I didn't even think of it that way so we kind of like bring together you know the old school and the new school type thing and I I think we make a great team being a player that played in that program and someone who is now the head coach of it. How, how do you turn the tide of that program uh, into, uh, you know, a competitive team in this very competitive district? I think the one thing that I've been doing, and this is truthfully, it's all instinctual in my opinion, because I haven't had a lot of one, a lot of professional coaching, but I truly believe in just clear communication. Like these girls understand what their expectation is. And when they do not meet that expectation, it is met with a consequence. And so like me being consistent in accountability and also when they have questions, like listening to those questions and me like, Oh wow. Okay. So this actually isn't an ability issue. This is a softball IQ issue Mm -hmm. and just working through the game, not only with an athlete, but also just put them in the position of a spectator and said, okay, so if you were watching it, what do you think? We'll take you out of it. Right. And so whenever these girls, whenever these girls are confused or they don't know what to do, or 
they're like, wow, I'm not used to, especially my upperclassmen, you know, they have, they have seen a huge turn in things in the way that things are run. Because, I mean, the first line on our player contract is early is on time, on time is late, and late is unacceptable. And uh, them understanding that, you know, they're standing on the field at 3 o'clock with their cleats on or they're simply they have to run before they can even, you know, continue working at their craft. And that's kind of what, as a first-year coach, that's what I've been honing in on is just, you know what, let me be consistent, let these girls learn the importance and the value of accountability. Coach, Account- accountability is the most important thing. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, you, so you played at Spring Hill. You um, continued your collegiate career at Columbia State. And from mm-hmm. there, where? Um, so from there, I went to MTSU, but I did not play. Okay, okay. All right. Um as Chris said, you know, kind of addressing the culture of the softball program there at Spring Hill, a little bit of an uphill battle. You guys have lost five games by two runs or less. And I know that, you know, the post, the preseason for everybody was pretty non-existent. There was a lot of learning on the fly, and especially with this being your first year. You know, how tough has that been just – you know, playing folks close and just not being able to get over that hump here early on? Well, the first word that comes to my mind is frustrating. It's been it's been frustrating, but also I meet these girls with empathy because they did not get to play last year. I have technically six starting freshmen in my lineup. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of times where they don't understand or, you know, they're not used to the intensity that high school ball can be against middle school ball, missing signs, you know, all of these things. Because not only did we miss a, uh, did we miss, you know, a good preseason, but also we uh, got iced out for a week. So we had a week less of practice before we took the field for the first time. And right now they're really learning the value, in my opinion, the value of that seventh inning stretch, like that seventh inning where all that grit needs to live. They're learning the, the hard way what it's like whenever you don't execute a game. Like last night we lost in the bottom of the seventh. It was zero zero the whole game. Our our pitcher, she had fifteen strikeouts on the night. Like it we couldn't have asked for anything better. It was literally the battle of the pitchers. And we played small ball a little bit. There was a couple calls that were a little iffy of course, but we've got um we've got to learn when it's time to turn it on, when it's time to get aggressive, when to take it personal. And because I tell these girls all the time, it might be called softball, but we don't play soft. And for us, these first five games, they just, uh, they, I hope, this is what I hope. We haven't actually been able to uh, practice yet. I haven't been able to pull the girls. But I hope that they're learning just the importance of every inning in the game. Like, yes, one, the first inning, you know, the fifth inning are very important. For those six, that sixth and seventh inning, the sixth and seventh inning is where the game is won. And so I'm hoping tonight we show out against Cage. They strap their boots on and keep them on the whole game. Do you want to ask her, Mo, or do you want me to ask her? No, I'll let you ask her. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to bring back old memories, but I do have a quick question. Uh, yeah. In the in that seventh inning of the Lawrence County game. Uh, mm-hmm. runners on second and third with one out. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, was there a thought 
or uh, of intentionally walking the batter to load the bases and uh, put a force at home plate to force them to swing the bat? Um, yeah, actually, we put it on and they bunted a ball in the other uh, batter's box. They, so they bunted on an intentional walk attempt. Yeah, they put wow. it. They put the ball in play. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you were committed to walk in there. I asked my pitcher. I asked my pitcher. I was like, "Where was that at? Like, what do you mean?" <laughs> and she was just like, "It was out there." And I was like, "Okay." So I it I wasn't out there for. Wasn't out there far enough, huh? It was one of those. Exactly. What was the guy from Bad News Bears? Kelly Leak. Right. Kelly Leak. Where Kelly Leak and Bad News Bears, where he reaches out and hits the home run on the intentional walk. Yes, exactly. That's you know, um, my call, my coach at Columbia State. He used to call us the Bad News Bears all the time, and I thought to myself, because you know, as a player, I was like, "Wow, okay," and then I was like, "Wow," as a coach, I want to say that right now. <laughs> you know, so I get it. It was like full circle. Talk a little bit about Cat Carter and how just dominant she has been in the circle for for your team. I mean, just this is a a kid who is striking out more than two out of three batters an inning. Yeah, Cat working with Cat has been has been awesome. Like as a young lady, she is very respectable, so we work very well together. And um, as a player, she has so much resilience. And she has so much control over her ball. And she has so much confidence. And, you know, as a 17-year-old, you don't find that too often. You know, you'll usually find a hole in their performance somewhere. I mean, she's just as consistent in the box as she is in the circle. And so being her coach, like, it's more of a mentorship. Because, like, she's got, you know, the time and the investment Whereas, like, now it's just honing it in. You know, let's let's be the best teammate we can be. Let's, you know, you know what you are capable of doing. You are going to dominate most batters. You can go in knowing that. You know, you're going to be able to hit most pitchers. And working with her, I think it's been incredible, especially for my first-year coaching. Because even the pitchers that, are, that we have on our team after that, they understand, like, no, we can't all be Cat Carter, but guess what? We can find a Cat Carter inside of us. Like we can find that. We can find that perseverance. You know, just that she is so she refuses to quit. Well, I like every to hear, single time. Go ahead. I like to hear that because I'm a Jacksonville State guy, and uh, so <laughs> oh, I'm, exci- okay, yeah. I'm excited to see her uh, in Jacksonville next year. You know, Coach. Um, it's not often in these parts that you see two Division One signees on a high school softball team. And that's right. – one, you, you know, you talked about Cat. You've also got Denaja Wade out there in center field who is headed yeah. to Alabama A&M. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I, I want you to gush about her for a little bit. But also, you know, you mentioned frustrating earlier in our conversation. Right. Having that type talent on your roster – in your lineup on a day-to-day basis and still, you know, struggling the way you guys are right now. I would imagine Mm -hmm. that's got to be kind of frustrating as well. Yeah, for sure. And it is. And, like, you know, we have to give those athletes room. Like, yes, there is a lot of pressure on them because they are D1 athletes. But those athletes also didn't get their junior year of high school. And so they – 
uh, of high school ball. Did they both go play during the summer? Yeah, those girls were gone every weekend. And just to touch on D Wade, so I've actually known D Wade since she was born. Our older brothers actually played football together, and I have known D Wade my whole life, or her whole life actually. And I was also a center fielder. So there's so many times where I can look at Denasia and be like, Denasia, this is what we've got to do. You know what? You're going on to the next level next year. This is what this is how I want you to run this outfield. This is how it should look. These are your responsibilities as a center fielder. You know, and just kind of getting her game getting her game where she already is and just taking it that one step further. Being that player that can't can not only, you know, lead an outfield, but she also leads our she leads our lineup. She's our leadoff hitter. And that girl can hit a ball over or she can bunch it and beat out any throw any day. I would put her up against any arm. And I have so much confidence in Denasia and just her personality also. Like, she's such a silent leader. She is somebody She is somebody who won't tell you what will be like, all right, you know what, you got it, kid, let's go. And then if you strike out in front of her, you know, she's waiting for you before she goes into that box or handing in your bat or, you know, just being that, being that leader that nobody hears but everybody sees. And so I've got, like, two ends of the spectrum, even though they're both D1, you know, signees and all these things, I'm dealing with two totally different types of athletes. And like I said, I just think it's really good for me for my first year of coaching. And I hope that me being their coach solely their senior year will help them be a better teammate, you know, understand the game a little bit better once they get to where they're going so they can, you know, help the next team that they're on be successful. We are here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Spring Hill first-year softball coach Angelina Martinez um, on Coach's Corner brought to you by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. And, Coach, let me just warn you, uh-huh. as a first-year coach, you're not going to have two D1 signees on your team every year. You know, I I think I believe you, for sure. <laughs> I, think, I think that's a – that's pretty well known. Like I feel like I walked into almost a perfect scenario. Yeah, that's uh that that is certainly catching lightning in a bottle, especially in Spring Hill. I mean, obviously with the number of people moving into town, who knows? But yeah. <laughs> there is uh, that. There yeah. is that. I, this is, it's a different world than even when you were in school, isn't it, Coach? It is. It's a completely different world for sure. <laughs> oh. You know, and I and with those two, I hope they understand more now that it takes more than one or two people in the lineup. Yeah, you know, like that. That is because that's what I tell the girls all the time. Like this sport isn't about me. Well, this sport is. We play a game of failure. Mm. Uh, no doubt and that being said i, I do want to uh, i want to ask a question and also brag on her a little bit uh marissa ellis is yes. she okay yes <laughs> okay, so good. she'll actually mm. she's actually back tomorrow good um, good yep won't disclose what the doctor said she just needed to be on bed rest for um for a week she oh. actually was in the dugout last night with us for the first time um, so, but she's just excited to come back and that girl leads the team no matter where she is. She was last night after the game. She was the first one of the girls to speak up and say something of where we can improve, what we need to do and all of these things. And man, I can't, I can't brag on her enough. Marissa, she is, she is a stallion for sure. 
and she's going to be the the pitcher of the future for this team. So, you know, having her have that leadership ability now already has yes. to be something that you're excited about. Yes, and I try to empower. You know, I tell all my girls, every single one, it doesn't matter where you play, you all have an avenue to lead on this team. You just need to find it, and that's your responsibility. Absolutely. Well, Coach, thanks so much for taking some time with us today. We appreciate you, and uh, good luck. Uh, the rest of the Thank season, you. we will be, uh, we'll certainly be keeping an eye out because that district is really, really, really tough. <laughs> it's a tough one, but I think we're, I think we're going to be able to pull it out. I tell them all the time, you know what? I don't want to see, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to tell the future, but if this team is trying some tournament time, that's the perfect time to be doing it. And until then, we're just learning every game. Hey, softball is a tournament sport. That's all. That's, that's what right. it's all about. So, good luck, and we appreciate you taking some time with us today. Hey, thank you for reaching out. Thank you so much. Uh, no doubt. All right, there you have it. That is Spring Hill head uh, soft head softball coach Angelina Martinez. No, the on, baseball that's taken. Yeah, that's taken. Uh, yeah. On the Parks Motor Sales Hotline on Coach's Corner. So, we um, we appreciate her time this morning. So, and we know where we're having lunch. Yes, we do. <laughs> Uh, we'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joints. Stick around. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.